Yes, 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 how are we doing? Welcome to show 351. Man, we're on a run. It's the home straight. So today we're going to be talking about how to adapt hardship into our life. And I hope you can hear me, alright, because it is super windy down here on the seafront. Um, and I'm hoping that we've managed to take shelter, but it keeps blowing the camera as well, so it's going to make it slightly wonky. Um, so we're going to talk about how to adapt hardship into your life so that we so that we can handle it better, right? Part of being a leader is being able to handle that hardship, manage it, control it. And we're going to get into that. All right, so let's crack on. Welcome to the Rise to Thrive show. I'm your host, James Boardman. And if you are coming through, then please do a couple of things for me. Number one is hit the love heart button. Hitting the love heart button allows me to know that you're just pop watching through, whether you watch all the video, whether you watch half of the video, or whether you watch just 10 seconds. And in the comments, what I want you to do, and I want you to be able to write this because <clears throat> part and parcel of these shows is to for you guys to be able to engage as, as well, right? So I want you to write how you handle hardship. And I only want you to be able to do that in a couple of words because what it does is allows you to improve your self-awareness about how you handle it and be honest be true and have that true reflection about how you handle that hardship whether it's you struggle whether you're inconsistent whether you're all over it um, whether it's consuming you all right and I think that honesty self-honesty with yourself is a really strong attribute to have okay so you can crack on with that why I teach this so I want to teach, uh, I want to kind of give you a quick story. And on this story is a tale of my first ever battle with hardship. So, all the way back in 2023, sorry, 2003, all the way back in 2023, uh, 2003, I joined the Royal Marines. And at the time, um, at the time, I hadn't really faced any sort of hardship. So when I arrived um, at Limpston in Exmouth to become a Royal Marine Commando, hardship punched me so hard in the face I was bruised for about 10 weeks. And um, <clears throat> the first two weeks are very much the shock of capture. So you're in this huge room with about 60 to 70 beds, I can't quite remember, but it's a huge room. And then all the new recruits go in there, and we call this the foundation phase, right? And for the first two weeks, you learn all of the basics, but it's harsh, harsh realities of joining the military, okay? And hardship suddenly becomes a real thing every single day, every single day, because the life that you live was usually full of comfort. I could get up and watch the telly when I want. I could go down to the shops when I want. I could go clubbing when I want. I could go to a restaurant when I want. Now all of a sudden I'm living in this room, learning to clean shoes, do my laundry, scrub a floor, get the basics right. And as training progressed, physically, mentally and emotionally, the demands got tougher and tougher and tougher as you would expect from the greatest military force this side of the world. And for me, when I look at my relationship with hardship, 
on day one, week one, and I look at my relationship on my final week of 32 weeks of training, my relationship had changed with hardship. And I accepted during that period of time that hardship was normal. I adapted it as part of my life. So what I did was stop fighting that hardship. Oh my God, I really hope we don't get beasted today. Oh, I really don't hope we get hammered today. Oh, it's just we're looking for the easy option. It was hard all the time. All of the time, it was hard. It was relentless. And that became DNA. Handling that, managing that, evolving with that, dealing with that, leading through that, and I couldn't tell you exactly when it hit, but I remember thinking to myself, this is not a hardship anymore. This is just normality. But the way that I cope with that has changed. The way that I handle that has changed. The relationship with hardship is weirdly attractive. Because the mentality that I took into Royal Marines is that it's train hard, fight easy. So if I was sitting down with a client, it would be like, we train hard, we live easy. And what that means is, is that every single day, some of the things that we're doing, or I'm preaching, or I'm coaching, or I'm trying to embed into men's head is that if we train hard, and that is not just physical training in the gym or running, but that's getting up that's drinking water, that's keeping a journal, that's being accountable, that's jumping in a cold shower for two minutes, putting yourself under that duress, under that self-hardship. What we start to do, what we start to do is build up a resilience inside of our head, right? A hardship that becomes DNA. And when it becomes DNA, when things come into our lives, external things that are external hardships, we just kind of look at it and go, we'll just handle it. We'll just evolve with it. Now, there is obviously limits here. There's different situations where this could be different, like lo losing someone that you um, love. That can affect, that can drastically knock you off your path. Being told you've got three months to live, being told that you've got cancer, being told that you've got something, like, their external hardships that might take a little bit longer to accustom but everyday life type of stuff if we process hardship as part of our DNA and we're doing stuff each day that takes us out of our comfort zones that puts us in the face of hardship and adversity when we hear that bills are going up when we hear that government are useless when we hear about other stuff that's happening when we see other hardships yes it is hard but the way that we deal with it is different so instead of it being a tidal wave and punching us in the face and us just collapsing it's a case of going okay let's see what happens let's manage it let's take it as it comes and that was our attitude almost in the military you got to the point where you knew a beasting was coming and you just go let's go with it we've adapted to it you knew that there was hardship when you went to Afghan. You've trained for it. Let's just go with it. We know what you know what to do. You've been drilled. You're drilling. You've got SOPs, standard operation procedures, right? 
the way that you conduct yourself and the way that you change yourself. And the one big thing that changes when we do that is when we lead ourselves. You don't handle hardship by burying your head in the sand, by lying to yourself, by pretending things aren't happening, by looking the other way when you need to look forwards, when confronting the reflection in the mirror. You don't lead yourself by watching Netflix and drinking beer when you should be out training and focusing on yourself. You don't lead yourself when you're on phone sucking here or social media and you should be paying attention to your kids. Okay. And when we lead ourselves and we're at the very top of that pedestal, and we're at the very top of the pedestal, we're at the very top of the pyramid, everything else below us gets managed better. All because you are the leader. <clears throat> All because you put yourself through a set routine and you show up. And you don't keep going around in circles. And when you work on yourself, what you do is you elevate yourself up these steps of progression. And then you start looking around. And then you start seeing your mates who are moaning and complaining and they're staying the same. And it's, I was in the gym, we were in the gym yesterday, me and Bailey, there was a guy on the treadmill, big booming voice, moaning and complaining about what the government are doing, about this and about that, instead of just getting on with it. Like, that's why I don't watch the news. And I almost felt like strangling the guy because I was like, no, we're here, we don't want to hear about your moaning. So we must elevate the way that our minds think, the way that we, the relationship we have with hardship. There's going to be hardship to the day you die, guys. So condition yourself for it. Train hard, live easy. Train hard, fight easy. It's not going anywhere. The way that you can change that hardship is by changing you and doing the things that maybe you don't want to do, like getting up early getting a sad on because you've got to get up an hour early to condition yourself mentally, emotionally and physically but it will pay dividends when hardship punches you in the face and you're leading the situation too much of this snowflake mentality all because you don't want to get up all because you don't want to train all because you think the world is like too hard it's not hard there's, there's lots going on that is hard but you've got to change your attitude with the way that you conduct yourself through it. No one's come to save you. You save yourself. And you lead everyone else around you that matters. And you reassure your wife and your kids by being that leader and making clinical decisions. There you go. <laughs> That's off my chest. Um, if you struggle with this and you're not one of my clients already, come and do our five-day challenge. It will open up your eyes. The link is around here somewhere. Go and check it out on the copy. It's where everyone starts. But take a look in the mirror, guys. Like hardship's not going anywhere. You better step up to the plate if you're going to handle it. Have a good one.